The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. We're in the midst of a series I'm calling Agents of Transformation, people who are making a difference in making the world better, people who are committed to the upliftment of human consciousness, people who are on the ground working. So today... I have a guest who I've known for a few years now who is doing some really good work. And I want to introduce to my listeners uh, Mrs. Shakira Taylor. How you doing, Shakira? Doing pretty good. Thank you, Galen, for having me. Thank you. Thank you. So for people who might not be aware of your work, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. And before I get into that conversation, Rev, just want to thank you again for having me on your platform and want to thank you for the work that you're doing in the world and definitely playing your part to to make this place work. So I'm extremely grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So my question was about my approach. What, What is it that I'm up to? Uh, well, just to tell the audience a little bit about yourself, you know, what's your background, you know, uh, how did you end up in, you know, doing this work that you're doing now? All right. So the work that I'm doing now, in particularly the Loving Me Challenge, which is what we're going to get into, really came out of a prayer. 
that I was having for a very long time. And the prayer was really, how do I use what I consider my purpose, my mission to play my part in the world? And my purpose and my mission is really just to encourage transformation and really inspire divine connection. How is it that I could do that? And so I got to praying for a very long time, asking the questions reading, studying, looking at what was available for me and how I could use my experiences to to impart it. And so it was a answer to a prayer. Okay, all right. So you mentioned it what we're going to talk about today. I really want to talk about the loving me challenge. First of all, what is the loving me challenge? The Loving Me Challenge is a 21-day free email challenge for women, helping them to love themselves completely and ultimately choose or consciously choose their right match using their healthy part. And by healthy part, I mean the part of themselves that's more conscious and awakened, not necessarily getting into or making choices for their right partner out of desperation or hurt or past experiences that has not yet been healed. So it's about getting healed and choosing from that loving part. Okay, okay. And how would they find out about this information, this Loving Me Challenge? The Loving Me Challenge is available on www.lovingmechallenge.com. You go on, you're going to click the Accept the Challenge button, put in your email address, and you will receive a email for 21 days that gives some instructions. It gives some concepts and some insights, some things that um, you're supposed to do for that particular day. So once okay. they log in and register for the challenge, it will begin to come into their inbox directly. In addition, okay. I am also available to support their questions um, as oh. they go through the challenge. Okay, all right. So do, if a person wanted to contact you, would they get in contact with you through the website? Yes, they can, or they can also find me on Facebook and other social media network, just looking for HIP coaches. And, um, of course, Shakira at hipcoaches.com is an email that your listeners can use. All right, so this Loving Me Challenge, the way I – understand it and you know we've had some conversations about it before is as you said to empower women and mm -hmm. to empower women in the context of their relationship to others mm -hmm. so how do you view the purpose of relationships big question and that took a lot of evolution for me personally and let me start by saying what i thought relationship was for a long time and i thought that relationship or love in particular, was something that was outside of me, something that I had to go searching for, something to complete me. So whether it was in things or in people, I, I spent this roller coaster period just, just discovering and looking for things. But once I got them, the feeling then came back. And for that long time, it was just about, you know, trying to fit the square in the peg or the rectangular in the, spe the, the peg. It was two different things coming up. So whether I was achieving the accolades, going to school, getting all these goals checked off, or I was into the relationships trying to complete myself, it 
brought with it a lot of hurt, a lot of desperation, a lot of trying to make things work. But once I decided to go within myself, once I discovered that, you know, what I'm really searching for, let me stop and look and see within me what was coming up. That's when I kind of defined the purpose of relationship for myself. And the purpose that I think relationships are is really just like a laboratory for healing and for growth. It's really just this connection, this communication between individuals that allow us to heal certain things that come up and to grow into our better selves. All right. All right. So, you know, a few few weeks ago, I was at a uh, speaking at a church, another church outside of UFBL and, and CUT. And I did a lesson titled I Meet No One But Me. And what you're sounds like what you're saying is similar to what I was saying, you know, that we're always our own experience. I meet no one but me. Um, you know, I'm 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 always addressing my now perception, my now projection, my now beliefs or previous beliefs, previous projections, previous assumptions that I am projecting on the now moment or the now people or the now experience would you say that that would be consistent absolutely absolutely it's one of, it, it ties back to one of my favorite scriptures that talk about it's me it's me oh lord you know standing in the need of prayer so these things are coming up but but we you and i etc are the only constants that keeps showing up in in any experience so okay. I, I, would, I would absolutely agree with what you're saying Beautiful. So based upon this understanding of you have to do your own work first. Um, Definitely. Well, I'm trying to formulate the question that I really want to ask, which (laughs) is uh, why do you why is this considered information that is not so readily available? Because if if. There are people who know what it takes or there have been studies, whether there's psychologists, sociologists, metaphysicians, theologians that say, you know what, when we, when human beings behave like this, life works. And when it doesn't behave, when we don't behave like this, it doesn't work to our greatest benefit. You know, doing this work, I'm sure you've had to encounter a lot of different psychologies of of people saying, yeah, that's that sounds right. It then still don't do it. What's what's your take on that? It takes it, it takes a lot of courage to to do the work, and sometimes you find even in our circle of you know spirituality and new thought, etc. There is that feel good about certain things, right? But it takes courage to really implement the work and do the work that is that is required for us mm-hmm. to to live out or better lives and to, to live out what it is that we're up to relationships is it's so deep and so wide. And there's so many things that influence it. And, um, I'll say, for example, even as an educator going out into different schools in, um, Broward County in Florida here, it's fascinating to see the level of interaction with the students and even the concepts that they hold of relationships. And a lot of it has to do with not having, any models or any conversation around the true purpose of relationship. So you find that a lot of them are still into 
a lot of the students are still into the expression of, you know, their body, so to speak, or the words that are coming out of their mouth so much so because there's no support. There's no conversation, as you said, that really highlights the purpose of relationships. And it's very, very misunderstood. So is this challenge only for single women or can married women also sign up for it? You know, when I when I was praying about the whole challenge, like I said, my approach to life and even daily living is to really ask the question, how do I encourage transformation and how do I inspire divine connection within myself and within, within others? That's like my question each and every morning. And so when I, when I completed the challenge and went through it, at first I was saying, well, you know, this is for single women who are looking for their relationship. But surprisingly, I have a number of married women who went on the website, signed up for the relationship, and are actively working through it, asking me questions about the process itself that they're getting every day. And so I, I, I have left it open to women who were searching for more, period. Okay, more. Okay, well, that, that's good. That's good. More. More. <laughs> more love, more peace, more joy. Exactly. More divine order, uh, you know, more, you know, uh, prosperity and abundance, more. And you can't get any of those things if you don't have your own mind together. Exactly. You don't have a deeper connection with yourself, then you find that you don't get it. And I have to interject and say, before I open the challenge, I'm surrounded with women who married, divorced, in a relationship, out of a relationship, just at different stages of their lives. Some of them, you know, older chronologically than I am, some are younger than I am. And the, the consistent question was, how did I land up into the current relationship that, that, that I have? How is it that I got there? And some of them know my story and know my experiences. So I'm, I was happy to see that the challenge itself is so wide that it could include the, the range of women that, you know, consistently ask questions. Okay, that's that's great. And as I'm listening to you talk about the range, because many times people settle because they're unconscious. So this process, to, as as I'm hearing it, is basically about developing a level of conscious awareness so you can make wise choices, not emotional, unconscious choices. Absolutely, because you find that when you're moving from relationship to relationship or you're going through your day, a lot of the choices that we make is wrapped up into our past experiences and our past hurts and disagreements, the past models, quote unquote, that we had growing up. So what I'm saying through this challenge is, Yes, acknowledge all of that, all that you've had, all of your story, all of who you are. Acknowledge it. However, use it as a fuel to make more empowering, healthy choices and come from a space that is forgiving, a space that is healed, a space that has accepted the, the experiences that you've had. Because without doing that, what you're going to do is just create more of the same.
uh, uh, being the common denominator in, in the experience. If, if you look up and the same things are happening, and, exactly. and you're the only one that's involved in all of these stories, then you're the main character, the producer, <laughs> the director, and the actor. Absolutely. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with the person that's in front of us, quote and quote, although we think that it is which kind of ties back into why the purpose of relationship is about growth and healing, because the person that's in front of you is really just a, a trigger, so to speak, to bring up something that it's about time to heal, let go and grow out of. Since this challenge is specifically for women, how do you think that this challenge helps women develop uh, a positive self image and grow their self esteem? Well, the key and the the whole equation is about loving themselves. And until we get to that place as women where we love who we are, we love the stories, the experiences that we've had, you know, until we get to that place, then our self-esteem would always be controlled by outside circumstances or outside situations. And what I really enjoy, too, is having the... The Facebook, we have a closed Facebook group that's made up of only women. And it is marvelous to see the interaction of the woman supporting the other woman and and holding the space and praying with the other woman and just encouraging them and lifting them up out of whatever it is that they're experiencing versus the, you know, what we would call woman hate on woman. You know, the the constant picking at what they're wearing, the picking at what they're looking at, picking at who is she trying to be? You know, what is she trying to emulate? Like moving away from that conversation and more building and edifying each other is really important to the self-esteem and the growth and the confidence. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. So we're about three minutes away from our break. And I want to make sure that if people want to call in after the break, that they'll have the number to do so. So first of all, callers, let me let you know that the number to call in um, once we come back from the break is 888-558-6489. Again, 888-558-6489. You can call in. You can ask your Kira Taylor questions about the Loving Me Challenge, questions about empowering women, questions about women loving themselves, more questions or to get more information about the challenge or if you have specific questions about it or the work in general. This is your opportunity to take advantage of this moment. I know you all are out there listening, and sometimes we have callers that they love to listen, but they don't call. But sometimes your call can be the difference in somebody's life because they might be afraid to ask the question. And when you step up to the plate, then spirit will use the guest or me to provide some insight that then the inner teacher within you can use to help you transform your own life. Again, as you know, I always say, and I will always tell you, I'm not the teacher. Every guest that we have on the show isn't the teacher. We're here to present information and be a stand for your transformation, be a stand for your divinity, be a stand for the greatness of God that's within you. But then you must take the information, contemplate on it, pray on it, work with it, and allow it to evolve you. 
we don't evolve you. We don't grow people. We don't heal people. But we can be a stand for people's transformation. So take advantage of the opportunity by calling in. I also want to remind you that this show, along with all the shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations. So as you freely receive, freely give, go to unity.fm, www.unity.fm. Click on the donate button and help support this online ministry that's going everywhere. Somebody right now in a country that oppresses women's rights might be listening to this show and realize that she can get some help learning how to love herself in the context of her own divinity, regardless of what her culture tells her. You just don't know how far these messages might go. Also want to remind you that this show has a Facebook page, Truth Transformed with Reverend Galen McDowell, and you can also download all of the shows uh, as podcasts on iTunes. Just type in my name, and you'll see Truth Transforms. Click on it, and then it'll allow you to do the process that downloads all the episodes uh, or the episodes you want to have it that needs to work, or you can go on the Stitcher app for Android phones, Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, and you can download and take uh, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell with you everywhere you go. So with that, we're going to take our first break, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I have on the show the creator of the Loving Me Challenge, Shakira Taylor. Uh, Shakira, we have a caller on the line, and Michelle. Michelle, are you there? I am here. Yeah, where are you calling from, Michelle? I'm calling from Miami, Florida. All right, beautiful, beautiful. Um, you have a question for us? I had a comment as a participant in the Loving Me Challenge, and a you, you asked a couple of questions that I felt as a participant that I can possibly give an answer to, and also I had a question for Shakira. Beautiful, beautiful. Go right ahead. Awesome. 
But for the listeners who may be listening from all over the world, I just want to say that I am a married participant who participated in the Loving Me Challenge, and it encouraged and allowed me to embrace me again. I've been married for over 23 years. I'm involved in many organizations, and I was getting to the point where I was catering to everyone else's agenda, so much so that I have forgotten or or I started neglecting my own agenda or facets of my life that were essential for me to have a healthy relationship, whether it be with my organization, with my family, with my spouse. And Shakira bringing this to the forefront was just a matter of timing. It was just a matter of the right time, the right avenue, the right questions for me to ask myself. And I thank her for that. And I appreciate her opening the door and allowing women to have a platform, to be able to express themselves, to to create a journal. I hadn't journaled in a long time. And her encouraging us to do that would probably answer the question, um, Reverend Galen, as to why does this work? It works, one, because of the timing. Yeah, there are many books out there. There are many platforms. Sometimes the avenue doesn't come your way. You see it pass by, or you may say, yes, I want to do that. But hers just seemed to be right on time for me. And I would think that if she reached out to many and some came on board but only reached one, she's accomplished her goal. My question for Shakira is when is the next phase coming? (laughs) That's a good question, and thank you so much, uh, Michelle, for calling in and for sharing and taking deeper that this challenge is not only for single women, but women who are in different stages and and phases of their life. But I think it's evolving, and um, I'll talk a little bit about what it's going to evolve into now. And again, I'm always using my story and my experience as a part of it. Initially, when I got the inspiration to go through with the Loving Me Challenge, another inspiration came up about a concept called divinely sexy. And for me, I had to really work through that and embrace that because as a quote-unquote spiritual woman or a woman who has all these practices, my heritage or conditioning was such that a spiritual woman is not necessarily one who is sexy. They, you know, from the traditions of growing up. So my next phase is going to be about how do we embrace our sexiness and at the same time really own the divinity and and our divine nature. And that's stage two. So listen out for more of that that's coming up. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Galen, and thank you, Shakira. Thank you, thank you. So that, you know, that divinely sexy is sort of like, you know, a mixture between the Dalai Lama and vanity. (laughs) 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 So, you know, you know, you know, you know, just saying, you know, but I get the point, you know, you have to be, well, I think the issue comes into play is as I was listening to you give that answer. And thank you, Michelle, for calling in. Um, is, for a person to embrace their total selves, you know, at times spirituality uh, diminishes the sense of our human characteristics instead of transforming them. 
we deny, you know, you know, body denying or sexuality denying or, uh, you know, not acknowledging sometimes the, the unique creativity that expresses to an individual. We don't have to become cookie cutters, uh, uh, demonstrations of spirit and that aspect that uh some some people just express a little bit more of the charisma than others i would use that term because i think that's some of it as well it's nothing wrong with it but at times it's 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 devalued or is you is thought of as something that is quote-unquote sinful and i'm glad that that's something that you are acknowledging uh, in your next phase because it's okay to be sexy Absolutely. And, and, and spiritual at the same time and let me just say that that's not limited to women <laughs> <laughs> of course it's time you know men have to get their swag on too absolutely absolutely so we got to make sure that that's understood you know you know you might have to have a divine sexy for men too but we have to see we're gonna have to talk offline about that <laughs> Let's see who wants to chime in on that one, right? Well, you know, right. We call it divine swag or something. I don't know. (laughs) You might be onto something there. You might be. You know, I'm just saying. You know, you know. So, so, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk offline about that. So, (laughs) I just want to make. Go ahead. Excuse me. What were you about to say? I love the conversation that you're having now because a few years ago. My husband, uh, Reverend Charles, and I went through training with the Ford Institute out in California with uh, Debbie Ford's body of work. And mm-hmm. it was so impactful to get to that space of accepting 100% that we are everything in totality. We're 100% human and 100% spiritual. And a lot of times we get into that nature, as, as you alluded to, where it's all about the the spirituality and bringing that forward and neglecting our humanness and why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is about accepting the 100% that we're all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where um, I think the work that Neil Donald Walsh does in particular with spirituality and sexuality and those conversations with God books, he he drills it over and over again that, you know, you should, you know, you should embrace your sexuality, not deny it. Now, you need to use it with wisdom. Absolutely. It was every aspect of yourself with wisdom. I call wisdom the biscuit you get with Kentucky Fried Chicken. If you go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, you buy chicken, they give you a biscuit. Mm-hmm. Well, if you are engaging with any of your attributes, spiritual, mental, or physical, they need to be accompanied with uh, by with wisdom. Because if you don't have the wisdom, sometimes you can make some poor choices that are based upon, again, things that you've already mentioned, the emotion, the pain, you know, old context and paradigms, etc. So I think it's really important that that's understood. But at the same time, we don't deny it. You know, some people, you know, especially in the ministerial business, have been known to go into ministry because they don't know how to deal with their sexuality. You know, some because, you know, they've been told that the orientation is wrong or some people do it because they've been, you know, you know, told, you know, sexual sex, sex, the actual physical act 
is wrong, etc. And mm-hmm. what ends up happening is it it when when you try to deny an aspect of yourself and you don't acknowledge it, you don't heal it, you don't work with it. And I'm not talking about the act. I'm talking about your concepts, and beliefs around it. Correct. It shows up in distorted and ugly ways. Correct. Correct. So it's, it's, so right because you're not embracing total self. Correct. What I call the balancing act. You know, coming to to that middle ground of things. It's, it's that's what I call it. The balancing act. Using everything with wisdom. And that's why the Loving Me Challenge is so important to get to that space where we are making our choices from a healthy space. And the key is to be able to recognize where the the power of choice is coming from. Because a lot of times we're making choices and we're not connected to where the power of choice is coming from. What is it linked to? Are you making this choice out of fear? Are you making this choice out of an empowering act or a disempowering act? Becoming totally conscious to the power of choice in each moment is very important. And as it, as it pertains to relationship, stop repeating the same old patterns. Stop expecting the circle to fit into the square. Start, stop expecting another person outside of yourself to do for you what you're not willing to do for yourself. Stop putting that expectation on our brothers and sisters, etc. that's outside of us. But really look at what is it that's going on within you. What are your true needs, your true desires? What are you healing? How are you developing your best self and making a contribution and coming from that space in your choices? And you'll really find that your relationships on a whole, not just your intimate relationships, but you'll find that your relationship on a whole will transform. Yes, yes, I totally agree with that. That's that's an enlightened view of empowerment. You know, I mean, no one but me. I'm always my own experience, without a doubt. So as we drill down on dealing with um, the the challenge, are you available for the participants going through the challenge? Yes, I am. I do make myself available. Again, we have that closed group on Facebook. It's called Hip Ladies. If you're on Facebook, you can request to join that um, group. It's uh, close to females only. I'm also available at Shakira at hipcoaches.com. And I've found that sometimes when uh, the person, the, the woman might be in a particular situation at that point, they might not be ready to share openly. Of course, send me an email or inbox me. And I make myself available to answering that question. Because as Michelle said, the caller Michelle said, if I can support one person in the total purpose and mission, which is to encourage transformation and inspire divine connection. If I can touch one person, then, you know, I would consider it successful. So I do make myself open and available to support that level of change. Beautiful. I just want to again, want to give the call the the number 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489 if you want to call in and ask Secure Taylor a question about the Loving Me Challenge. So what can a participant expect each day and at the end of the challenge? One of the things that um, I do ask for is the participants to trust the process. 
That's the first thing. Trust the process. Trust the emails that you receive. Once you sign up, you're going to get an email for 21 days straight. And each email is going to ask you to do something. And sometimes it might appear too simple because we're looking for the complex. But I have to tell you, the goal is in the simple. Trust the process, stick to it, and go through with the assignments. Some of it are going to ask you, some of it is going to ask you to go deep. It's going to ask you to do some forgiveness work, whether it's forgiveness of yourself or forgiveness of somebody outside of you. Some of it, it's going to ask you to really take a look at yourself again. So you're going to probably be doing some mirror work. Each day is going to require something else. You're going to have to do some journaling and, um, Ask yourself some questions that you probably haven't asked in a long time. But trust the process as you go through it. I'm always available to support you and to help you as you meet upon some things that might not be comfortable. Or even to celebrate with you as you you, you have your breakthroughs. I am available for that. All right, beautiful. So are you available to... Uh, Two questions. One, coach someone if they want more uh, um, involvement after they've done the the, the 21-day challenge or as they're engaged and say, you know what, I want, it at a, I want to be engaged with her work at a deeper level. So one, are you available for coaching? And two, are you available if an organization wanted to bring you in to present the Loving Me Challenge or the concepts around it in, in, in a larger group setting or to train key leaders or things of that nature? I'm going to say yes and yes and yes to your questions. One, I alluded to earlier that um, myself and my husband, Reverend Charles, are trained integrative coaches, and we're trained through the Ford Institute out in California. A lot of that work is based in shadow work. So most of what I do one-on-one is helping individuals to integrate, so to speak, aspects about themselves that they try to ignore or they are not ready or not comfortable to embrace. On a one-on-one coaching basis, I do that for clients. It's a 12-week coaching program where it's one hour per week. And we get deep down into some internal work. We're going to do some visioning, going to ask some questions where we unconceal what's going on within. As far as bringing in to have conversations to a large group of women, I am also available for, for that. And a lot of that work is experiential. A lot of it is going to be exercises because, as you said it earlier, You know, it's not about me having all the answers. It's about me supporting the transformation or inspiring the divine connection within you that allows you to bring up your answers because all your answers are within you. They're not they're not within me. My answer. Answer for your life is not within me. So I am here to be the the transformation or be a catalyst for that. So my work is based in experience and you repeat that last part because uh, for the last minute or so I, I, I was having a hard time hearing you so I don't know if that came across to the listeners I want to um, make sure you got that 
You don't have to repeat it verbatim, obviously, but we were talking about large group settings. Uh, okay, for large group settings, I would say yes, I am available for large group settings. And I was explaining that that work is very experiential. Thank you through okay. exercises that allow you to go within and bring up your own answers. Because as you mentioned earlier, that we're all here is catalyst for change or catalyst for transformation, just the the tool that might inspire. So I don't have all the answers for your life, but I can support you to go within to get the answers. Okay, got it, got it. So as far as training people, as far as key leaders, organization, using this work to help mend, this integrative work to help mend organizations, how would that work? It would work in the same concept of experiential exercises. So, of course, we would cover, because, again, when we're talking about loving self and we're talking about harmony, we're talking about healthy communication, looking from an organizational standpoint, where, you know, when we can get to that place, a lot of it is going to come from the experiential exercises that I'm able to provide for organizations and for key leaders. And you'll find that very successful leaders and key leaders in any organizations is one who know who they are. They know who they are and they edify and recognize the people around them. Okay. All right. And that's where we go from an organizational standpoint. Okay. So does this aspect of your uh, work have a website as well? That aspect of the work comes through the HIP Coaches, which is www.hipcoaches.com. The Loving Me Challenge is just for the challenge itself. If you want to find out more about keynote keynote presentations or training or one-on-one coaching for uh, integrative coaching work, then that would be found at hipcoaches.com. And um, that organization is done by myself and my husband. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. So as you have had the opportunity now to work on this challenge, what is the, based upon the feedback that you have been monitoring and being on the Facebook page and people emailing you or contacting you directly, what is the, you think might be the biggest uh, get from a person taking or from a woman uh, becoming involved in the, in the Loving Me Challenge? You know, I had this um, one particular woman who was posting every day about her experience. And she was in the phase of releasing a relationship. Okay. I can't hear you now, Shakira. To challenge. Shakira, I, I don't hear you. Hello? A a drop of the call, so we we need to get that back in contact. I don't know exactly what happened, but um, I'm sure she'll be coming back online. Okay, she's back now. Hello, Shakira. We had a little technical difficulty, huh? Okay, not back yet. Uh, Okay, well, so... Obviously, we're not just going to allow the time just to go by. So while we're taking in a uh, for a moment, 
waiting for her to get back online. I want to let you know that people have been reaching out to me asking me when I'm going to teach another book. I'm, I'm in a series of doing these agents of transformation uh, interviews, and I'm going to finish these interviews this month. So beginning in April, I'm going to be teaching the book How to Have Unexpected Income by John Walcott Adams. How to Have Unexpected Income by John Walcott Adams. Uh, so the main thing is at this point. All right. Can you hear you me now? F- yes. Give me one moment. So make sure that you go on Amazon.com or wherever you need to go to get that book. So you will have it read. And when we get to April to actually teach that material, you'll be available because I'm sure everybody would love to have unexpected income. So now, Shakira, um, I we were in the midst of uh, – uh, we, before we had the t- technical difficulties, um, you had just finished talking about, you know, where they can get in contact with you as far as the, um, the website and the Loving Me Challenge and things of that nature. I don't remember exactly what question we were on, so I'm right. just going to go to another question. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were asking me, you, you asked me about what was the, the general or the consensus, the feedback that was coming in. Right. Yeah, that was it. Okay. So I was sharing with you about a particular woman who is going through the phase of releasing a relationship. And every day she would post about what was coming up for her as she went through each assignment. And I found it very interesting. One of the days she said, and she posted on someone's else work. She said, you know, I find this journey to be so empowering finally confronting those emotions that she fears and knowing that we're not alone, that we have a sisterhood that is supporting us through it. And that, that testimony has been a consensus throughout all the women who are going through the challenge that they're they're able to face some emotions that they're hiding from or some situations that they pretended didn't exist. And we can do it together as women collectively. All right. All right. Beautiful. So far as the amount of time that this exercise or challenge takes per day, does it take a lot of time per day to actually do this challenge? I I would say not. And I tried to make it very brief because right now we're going through this challenge of everybody wants a little bit more time in the day. Right. Mm -hmm. But I would say on average about 30 minutes per day, as what you would need, but you'll find that the assignment, once you read your email and you go throughout the day, you'll find that something will come up for you and you're required to do some journaling in the night before you go to bed or to, to work out something that came up for you. But I would say 30 minutes a day. Okay. All right. And to me, 30 minutes is not a long time. You know, I always tell people who say, you know, I put God first or I'm really ready to change or I want my life transformed. When you start looking at their time, I say, you know, if it's time <laughs> to, to watch hours of TV a day, if it's time to play on social media on your phone for hours a day, and, and, you know, or, or checking texts and tweets and Facebook statuses, and notifications, et cetera, et cetera, uh, if, websites, you know, you know, random calls about a whole bunch of stuff that have nothing to do with us necessarily. If we have time for all of those things, we have time to take 30 minutes out of our day for transformation, for prayer, for reflection, to do the work. Um, 
you know, uh, you know, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough through, I'm sure, you know, um, you know, working with, um, you know, your husband in the ministry down at Universal Truth Center. Yes. A better living, which by the way, let me plug Universal Truth Center for Better Living, senior minister, uh, the Reverend Charles Taylor, uh, in Miami Gardens, Florida. Uh, Dr. Kimbrough did a, a seminar. He, for those who don't know, he's the author of Think and Grow Rich, a Black Choice, The Wealth Choice, a guide to, uh, black millionaires, success secrets of black millionaires. And one of the things that he said in the Saturday seminar was that you need to be mindful of your education to entertainment ratio. Mm. In other words, how much time are you putting towards educating yourself, empowering yourself, uh, bettering yourself versus the time you entertain yourself. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking how uh, we as uh, Americans in particular have a high level of imbalance between education and entertainment. I think, um, you know, uh, in some cultures, which it's it's 10 to 1, depending on, you know, the, you know, ethnic background, things of that nature. Right. So if I'm spending, for every $1 I spend on education, I'm spending 10 on entertainment. For every $1 I spend on uh, education, I'm spending, or one hour rather, I'm spending on education. I might be spending 20 hours on entertainment or more. Mm-hmm. So no one can say they really want their lives transformed when what matters to them more than anything else is being entertained. So I think what you're saying, 30 minutes a day, oh, my God, what am I going to find 30 minutes? You find 30 (laughs) minutes for nonsense. Find 30 minutes for transformation. Yeah, they do. And the thing about it is sometimes you hear women talking about wanting to have that relationship. You know, they want to go out there and find the right person and and do all of this. But they're not, you know, they're not willing to do the work. And that's why I always say transformation, you know, is for the courageous. Really wanting transformation is for the courageous and one who is willing to put in the work, not just the lip service and the the whole conversation around it, but are you willing to put in the work? And you'll find that if you look, as Reverend Charles always says, if you look at the checkbook or, and you look at the the itinerary, you'll see what people are really committed to. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. If you're really committed to finding, to loving yourself completely, transforming your life, and really stepping into a, what I will, what I will, call a conscious relationship, then you're going to have to be willing to do the work. You're going to have to be willing to put it in. So on your itinerary and your checkbook, we should be seeing some conversation or some inkling that you're doing the work for that. Yeah, that's, 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 I like the itinerary and checkbook because Mm -hmm. how you spend your money matters. You know, um, uh, I remember uh, years ago when I was studying to become a teacher, like a teacher at in Universal Foundation for Better Living in Christ Universal Temple, um, Reverend Evelyn Boyd mentioned to me that, you know, if you can put God first with your money, you can put God first on anything. Mm-hmm. And that was a way of saying, you know, you know, it, you, your life has to be in divine order if you want that order to express in your life. Right. And we say we want, you know, we want certain things, but when it comes time to actually doing it, putting it in action. We mm-hmm. tend to want but not do, 
and wanting and not doing just puts you in conflict with yourself. Absolutely. And get, so, get, you keep getting the same old results, really. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we, we, we have like four minutes left. So I want to make sure that you can, you know, give the listeners something you really want to leave them with. Uh, well, I'm looking for the serious woman. I'm looking to work with a group of women who are ready to own their story, who's ready to discover who they are, to embrace their divine sexy and to put the work in. And if you're that woman who's ready to experience that, then I encourage you to sign up for the challenge. It's www.lovingmechallenge.com. And let's just stay connected. Let's be open to what the universe is doing. And let's just begin to support each other, women supporting women. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Matter of fact, I think that as um, we go forward, um, you know, you know, in the, in the aspect of, helping people when i say we i mean all of us who work with the transformation of human consciousness we need to be mindful that um people have to be willing you can't drag people into this right absolutely you can encourage encourage people but you can't make them you know um i remember and and i'm i don't know why i'm sharing this but spirit is giving it to me so i'm just going to say it years ago um probably 2001 it was september 2001 it was september 9th 2001 believe it or not uh two days before 9-11 uh i remember because dr rocco erico was speaking at the church he did a saturday seminar and a sunday seminar and he was speaking on some things about the aspects of conflict in middle east and the things that we were going on with president bush and the, and, and and some other things and us not understanding that, that culture uh, and he said some things that ended up playing itself out a few days later. So actually it was the 8th, September 8th. He said, he said he was speaking to some divinity students at a, at a uh, college. And what he told them was, it's not your job to convince, convert, or coerce anybody. Your job is to present it properly. And allow God to do the rest. So I see you, your challenge is doing the same thing. You're not trying to convince, convert, coerce anybody. You're presenting it and saying, ladies, if, if you want to walk the path of empowerment, this is a way you can do it. Amen. But you got to choose it. You got to choose it. You got to be willing. Yes, yes. So um, let me thank you again for coming on the show and, you know, being a part of this transforming conversation um you know i know that this work is going to transcend anything beyond what you even think it can be because uh women are going to find out about this program and 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 the more people find out about it and they do the work and their lives are transformed the more people are going to be talking about it sharing it with other women and allowing it to expand and then when you know you put the divine sexy for the men called the divine swag or whatever it needs to be <laughs> then you're gonna have the men uh working along with this as well so, that's you know, it <laughs> you know i'm not gonna be left out you know no, no you know? of course not but thank All you right. so much for having me and thank you for the work that you're doing and i really encourage you to continue doing it and i have to say to the listeners that you know, Rev is the real deal. He is so open to share. He's so generous. And it's truly amazing to to have you in my life, in our life, myself and Rev. And um, we love you and we, we thank you. 
Thank you, thank you. Love you all back. So before we um, I close the show, I want to let people know that next week we're going to talk about new thought and, uh, and how new thought can help the conversation with social and racial issues in the United States. We're going to have uh, the Reverend Gregory Geis from uh, Detroit Unity Temple come on, and we're going to talk about how new thought in our in our theology of oneness helps shift the conversation. What does it really mean if we really lived in alignment with what new thought teaches about every person outside of race, gender, and all that other stuff that we like to talk about? So, with that, make sure that you join in for that conversation. Thank you, Shakira. Thank, Thank you. you, listeners. I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Reverend Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Many of us have heard someone say, I've learned my lesson, I'll never do that again. All too rarely do we hear, that was a wonderful lesson. I'm glad it happened just the way it did, even though I was uncomfortable going through it. I now understand why I experienced the pain. With this new awareness, I can change my behavior so I won't make the same mistake in the future. We bear a good part of the responsibility for creating both the positive and the negative situations we experience in daily life. Wisdom comes from understanding the result of our choices and realizing that we can always choose differently. By fearlessly confronting the role you play in the experiences you may have judged as mistakes in your life, you can make future experiences fruitful and increase your wisdom. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. 
This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. At Metaphysical Rock 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time, here on Unity Online Radio. I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.